USA Wealth Group Inc. presents Money Wise with the Money Guys. Ray Lance and Pete Lance are your hosts for the next hour, talking retirement topics and having the retirement conversation for those at or nearing retirement. For more than 20 years, USA Wealth Group has been committed to helping families protect and grow their wealth. The conversation starts now. Welcome to Money Wise Radio. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Money Wise, brought to you every Sunday morning by USA Wealth Group. We're very happy to have you listening to us today. And we have a lot of steady, regular listeners, so we always appreciate that as well. We never know who's listening. We try to give information that would be useful. Today we have a program that will interest anybody as you reach the age of 65 or if you're disabled and you're under 65, and there are lots of times when the subject of Medicare is gonna be very important in your life. Healthcare cost is enormously complicated and expensive. So my name is Ray Lance, and I'm glad to be with you this morning. With me also on my right hand is my right-hand guide here today, attorney Tenny Lance. Good morning, Tenny. Good morning. So Tenny, are you an expert on Medicare? No. No, I know you're not. I'm not either. So <laughs> Medicare, I think, has got to be as complicated as a hornet's nest. Well, it's almost as complicated in some ways as the Internal Revenue Code when you think about it. Um, and uh, But we're very pleased. We also have with us this morning Margaret Vollmer, also known as Peggy. And Peggy, welcome. Good morning, Ray. So, Peggy, do you call yourself an expert on Medicare? Well, I've been doing the SHINE program for about five or six years now, so I've done a lot of enrollees with the different plans, drug plans and health plans and Medicare. Well, we think you're very knowledgeable on the subject of Medicare. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you have questions about Medicare or if you're getting close to the age of 65 and you're no longer going to be working and lots of things uh, in that area. We've got a lot of information for you today. Um, Tenny, you're gonna be talking a little bit about Medicaid because the one thing that we have discovered over the years is people have a lot of confusion between what's Medicaid and what's Medicare. They sound alike. And I wanna mention one of the quick thing, we've talked about this once in a while on the radio too. The cost of paying for Medicaid, which is typically for long-term care, would that be an accurate description? Yes, Medicaid is uh, has many components, but what I do primarily is for long-term care, yes. So if you think about Medicaid for long-term care, Medicare is really the government's insurance program. Health insurance. Health insurance program, right. So I, I want to give a little bit of information about the background for uh, Peggy, Peggy Vollmer. Uh, is working with us now, and we're so thrilled to have her here. Uh, Peggy, you worked for, I guess, what, about 30 years at Bristol Community College as an accountant? I worked at Bristol Community College a lot of years. I was the second graduating class of the school when it first opened. Oh, wow. Well, I'm not sure if that makes you really ancient or just very knowledgeable. (laughs) That's not a good thing to say. Oh, but second graduating class? That's amazing. I have some of those things, too. It was 1968 was the first graduating class. Wow. Now, I wasn't going to ask you your, your, the date so people can sit there and do the math, but you worked primarily as an accountant there? I worked with the administration department a lot with the budgets and um, the accounts payable, accounts receivable, background is accounting and numbers and... Uh, Registration, a lot of different components, bank reconciliations, profit and loss. So you know a lot about numbers then, don't you? Quite a bit. Quite a bit. Okay, good. I, I keep finding more interesting things about you. So you have an Associate of Science degree in accounting from Bristol Community College. Right. Then you also did some work for the Department of Developmental Services. But the other thing that you've been doing for... Uh, a number of years, and what is it, like five years, I think, you worked as a SHINE, Shine counselor. counselor. So what is SHINE Counselor? What's, Serving what? the health care needs of everyone. 
And is that a nonprofit service? It's a nonprofit. And when you were working for the Shine program as a counselor, was was that mostly involved in doing Medicare applications and helping I people? I did. People would have the A and B. They would go down and get if they needed their Social Security or not collecting their Social Security. Um, then we would look at the different Medicare coverage um, programs that are available in the drug coverage. We also got into doing some programs that the state of Massachusetts has employed, like Prescription Advantage for Donut Holes and Senior buy Savings Buy-In Program, with many, many components. Frail okay. elder services, trying to keep elderly at home. Good. So I'm, I'm very intrigued about donut holes, but I like the donut balls that come out of the donut <laughs> holes. Those are my favorites because you can eat them without feeling guilty. So, not as big, not as much calories. That's right, unless you eat too many of them. <laughs> but you also did work for the uh, Department of Development Services right. uh, for seven years. So you've got a really uh, significant background in helping people, and especially helping people in the healthcare area. And we're thrilled that you are joining us as a Medicare broker. Thank you. And uh, you're gonna be helping our client base and people who have questions in what is Medicare and how do I qualify for it and how do I sign up for it and all those good things. So thank you for uh, joining us and your experience is gonna be very useful to us. Thank you. You know, you and I say, Ray, we are smart people. We've got advanced degrees and we understand very little about Medicare. It's so complicated. So um, thank you for being here, Peggy. You're welcome. <laughs> well, Medicare and I'm is very this. likely to help anybody and give them the best guidance and put them in the right direction. And I guess the other important thing about that we should mention too is that there's no fee that None at is all. paid to you. If you're sitting here helping somebody sign up for Medicare, uh, Medicare Parts A and B, try to figure out what supplement programs or Advantage programs they might need. I'm still very confused, and we're going to talk about it uh, during this hour, about the difference between what's Medicare Supplement versus Medicare Advantage. I don't really understand that. I have to tell you. But <laughs> we're, we're going to ask you to explain that difference to us in a little bit. Okay. But, um, you know... Uh, the Medicare program, which provides health insurance for seniors, I guess is one way I would describe it, Right. and some others. The Social Security program, which is uh, a source of income for many, many people in this country. Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid, those programs collectively account for 54% of the entire federal budget in this country. And a lot of people don't realize how much money that we spend when you pay your taxes, that more than half of what you pay out in taxes goes to take care of Social Security, Medicaid, and Medicare. Wow. I did not realize that. So that's probably the only thing that I'm going to teach you today, Peggy, because, but uh, hopefully a lot of other people have not heard that before. So um, as we begin today, lots of people have chimed in over the years on the, these particular social programs, uh, Barack Obama, who was the president for two terms, said, it was the labor movement that helped secure so much of what we take for granted today. The 40-hour work week, the minimum wage, family leave, health insurance, social security, Medicare, retirement plans. The cornerstones of the middle-class security all bear the union label. Of course, that was a political statement he was making, but Essentially, the government does a lot to help people, and I think a lot of times people don't necessarily appreciate it. So let's continue on and basically tell me, um, we talked about what SHINE stands for. And, um, do you ever do home visits? Do you ever, have you ever I've had never do done home? home visits, but... Okay, and I was just curious. I was just wondering if somebody were... Uh, disabled and not able to get out, then I can talk to them on the phone. Okay, or I am able. Um, but for the most part, you have your own office uh, in our building. It's located yes. at three fifty two Fonts Corner Road in Dartmouth. We're virtually across the street from the UMass Law School 
and what used to be the Vanity Fair building. And we're just down the street from all the medical offices. So if you have questions for uh, Peggy and you want to have your situation reviewed, if you want to find out how to sign up for Medicare, give a call to the office. Right now we're using the main office, which is uh, main office number 508-998-8858. And just simply say you'd like to set up an appointment with Peggy. You want to know more about Medicare. And Peggy, I'm sure you will be overwhelmed when it gets to be open enrollment time. Oh, that's a crazy, crazy that, time of year. That's what, October through December? October 15th through December 7th. So we're going to get into some real specifics about <coughs> when do you have to sign up for Medicare, when should you sign up for Medicare, and what happens if you don't sign up for Medicare on time. We're going to come back to that in just a couple minutes, but... Have you ever, when you're talking to a senior person or somebody who's around 65 and they want to sign up for Medicare, do you ever see their children come in with them as well because they have questions? Uh, sometime, if the elderly person, they're afraid they won't catch everything. Okay. Their children, their daughter or their son might come with them. Uh, sometime, if there's a la language barrier, um, they can interpret between their home language and their um, current language in English so we can they act as an interpreter okay so let's at least start very quickly the topic of when must you sign up for Medicare and what are the dangers if you don't sign up for Medicare on time okay well the first thing is usually when you get close to turning 65 um, you have three months before your 65th birthday the month of your birthday or three months after. It's a seven month period. If you're already working and you're gonna continue working at 65 and you have credible coverage, you don't need to do anything because you're still gonna have your employer's coverage. In other words, if you're still working and you haven't retired yet. No, people come in at 72, 73. And you have um, health insurance coverage through your place of employment. As long as over 20 employees. Okay. That's interesting. So, oh, that's interesting. I didn't know. I was just going to ask you what credible coverage means. It's, it's creditable but, coverage. Well, we need to ask that question in more detail. But first, we're going to take a short break. So please stay tuned. This is an important uh, subject of when must you sign up for Medicare. So stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. We will be right back. You're listening to Money Wise with the Money Guys, hosted by Ray Lance and Pete Lance. If you have questions about retirement, call today, 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858 for a consultation or a second opinion on your current retirement plan. 508 998 8858. And now, back to Money Wise with the Money Guys. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Money Wise. Our topic today is Medicare. We are here with uh, three people talking this, this morning. And our most important person with us today is Peggy Vollmer. Peggy has joined us just recently to be able to give proper Medicare advice to our client base. So if you are have questions or you're concerned about when to sign up for Medicare um, or how to or what do you need for supplement insurance and things of that nature, she can help you with all of that. So uh, give her what a call is at 508-998-8858. What were you going to say, Tenny? I'm sorry. So what is credible coverage? It's not credible. It's creditable Credible. Oh, I thought it was credible. Oh, okay. What's it mean? It just means that you are still working, you have insurance through your employer. But you mentioned that the employer must have a certain number minimum. of people, 20, over 20. I never knew that. I mean, if we, you're a small organization and you have insurance, um, usually they want Medicare to be first. But if you're a big employer, well, here's an example that I have right in here. Uh, creditable prescription drug coverage, for example, is prescription drug coverage from an employer or a union 
that should uh, be expected to pay on average at least as much as Medicare's standard prescription drug coverage. Ah, okay. So it, it's sort of a comparison. Yep. So th this is a little complicated stuff. Yeah. Um, and I, I do want to mention, by the way, that um, Tenny is a representative of Lance Law Inc. She's um, the uh, managing partner in that firm. She does not give financial advice, but Tenny, you do Medicaid planning. I do, which is very different from Medicare, and people do get confused about those two. Let's jump back for one second on the topic of um, when you must sign up for Medicare. So I know there's some misconceptions out there, Peggy. A lot of people think that, well, in order to get Medicare, don't I have to sign up for Social Security? We hear that question a lot. Well, if you decide not to sign up for Social Security because you have some other income and you don't need to collect right now and it's not your full quarters, mm -hmm. so you're not getting your most Social Security, if you let the Social Security keep going, you can let it go till 70 and you'll get a little bit more each year. Um, but so if you don't get it, you can still sign up for the B part, which is what of comes of out Medicare. of which is Medicare, which comes out of the Social Security. What they will do is they will bill you for three months at a quarter. So and you'll pay it out of your own pocket. But basically, you could have left employment, so you no longer have health insurance with your work. That's correct. You're going to turn 65, but you decided you want to wait a little bit longer and not collect Social Security right now. Right. You still have to sign up for Medicare if you don't you do. have health insurance coverage. You do. Now, what happens if you are supposed to sign up at age 65, that three months before the month in which you turn 65, and then three months after this seven-month period, you have to sign up? What happens? You're going to get a penalty. And what does the penalty mean? The penalty is depending on when you should have signed up, and they calculate it out to what percentage it's going to come, the number of when you should have signed up, when you are signing up right now. So they have to look at the length of time, how many months. Okay, so they don't actually fine you and say you owe us money. What they say is that if you wait three years beyond 65, and now you say, well, I think I better sign up for a Medicare, it's going to cost you more money for it's your Medicare. It's not going to be what it is right now for the B, the 164. It's not going to be that. Okay, it's, it's going to cost higher. you more. And it's also going to cost you more for penalty on a Part D, which okay. is your prescription drug plan. And that penalty lasts for the rest of it. It lasts life. for the rest of your life. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't understand that, basically, if you don't sign up for Medicare uh, health insurance when you should, and you wait too long or you wait a longer time period, it's going to cost you more money uh, for the rest of your life. That's how you're going to be penalized. That's right. All right, good. So I understand that now. Well, um, George Burns once said, you can't help getting older, but you don't have to get old. <laughs> That's sort of my philosophy in life. Um, actually, my newest motto right now, which I have in my calendar every day, is uh, si non nunc quando. It's Latin. It means if not now, when. I kind of <laughs> like that, and I thought... You know, that's a good motto to live every day by. If not now, when? Stop putting things off. Get things done. So I keep sharing that motto with somebody. And, um, well, let, let's come back to the elements of Medicare. So, Tenny, you said you're not an expert on Medicare, but you, you have a lot of expertise in the area of Medicaid planning, don't you? Well, yes. I mean, Medicaid has various components. I mostly do long-term care Medicaid. Of course, you can have Medicaid if you are disabled on SSI and so forth, but what I do primarily is nursing home Medicaid. So I have to just interject, Tenny, that it's too hot in this room. You see, Tenny's always cold and I'm always warm, and I feel like my cheeks are flushed and the temperature must be approaching 80 degrees in our little office studio here. So I'm feeling like the wicked witch of the West that I'm melting. So we need some fresh air <laughs> before I melt. <laughs> well, Peggy, um, 
You must find it uh, very gratifying to be able to give advice to people on oh, I do. how to I sign do. up for Medicare, when to sign up for Medicare. And you probably handle a lot of the same kinds of questions too, don't Always. you? Always, yes. And what's it going to cost me and so forth. So is Medicare free for Americans? I think it's, it's a government program. Okay. That Medicare is a health insurance program by the federal government. Benefits are available to qualifying individuals. Usually you have to be able to have worked in the system, probably put in 40 quarters. Okay. Otherwise than that, if you haven't paid into the system through your work life, mm-hmm. you're not gonna qualify. Okay. And Medicare doesn't pay for everything, right? That's correct. All right, so basic Medicare. Let's talk about what basic Medicare is. I think that's a good place to start. It's what, Part A and Part B, I guess? Part A and Part B. And so what does Part A provide for? The hospital insurance. Okay, so if you have to go to a hospital, Part A Medicare can pay for the hospital bills. That's correct. And then what is Part B? Well, part of it. Part of it. What happens is the first 60 days, you have a deductible the present deductible usually every year mm-hmm. changes. Right now, the deductible is a one thousand six hundred. Right. Um, after that, they pay everything while you're in the hospital. And when you go to skilled nursing or respite, um, the first twenty days are covered. And this is the Part A hospital. Home care is covered as long as it is under a physician's request treatment okay. plan. And what, hospice care. So if Part A is really for hospital care, uh, what does Part B cover? Part B is your medical coverage. Your doctors, when doctors. you go to the labs, um, checkups. Okay. And do either Part A or Part B cover prescription drugs? No. Okay. So that's that's a really important distinction. So today as we're doing this show, we're not only teaching people listening, but you're teaching me as well. All right. So Part A is hospital Part B is medical, which is doctor bills and so forth. Yes. Um, does it cover surgery if you have surgery for doctor well, bills? Well, if you're going to have the surgery in the um, hospital and you're going to stay in the hospital, that would be part of A. Okay. But if you're going to do like day surgery, that would be your outpatient hospital treatments. And that perhaps how they build the, the hospital bills, depending on whether it's an anesthesiologist doctors they break it up so it's components that they break up whether it be a or b and then you have balances that people have to pay okay and so medicare does not cover a hundred percent of all the costs no and then it doesn't cover prescriptions so what covers prescription you can pick up a separate drug plan okay that's if we're talking about on the supplement or medigap type of side Okay. You're going to go this route. You have the other route to go when you do a Part C or Medicare Advantage, and that's different than what we were just talking about. Boy, you know, the more questions I ask, it leads to more questions. So there's a difference between Medigap coverage, then there's Medicare Advantage, and then there's the donut hole. I want to know more about the donut well, hole the- after. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm going to twist you around here too, aren't I? Uh, Anita Dobson once said, by the way, you can't stop getting older. You just have to keep going and laugh a lot. I think that's what I feel like this morning. Um, how do I understand all this? But it is complicated, ladies and gentlemen. That's the most important thing you need to understand. Um, so what you see advertised primarily in the fall are the plans that you can pick up to supplement. Well, they Medicare. might be supplement plans, or they might be Medigap type of uh, Medicare Advantage plans. Right. And right. what happens is, depending on what is being covered through the area, what hospitals and nursing homes, doctors take what plans in the area is very important too, because yep. you have networks. I want to mention really quickly too that. Peggy, you have your uh, insurance license in Massachusetts, Yes, right? I do. And you also have something called AHIP. Yes, I do. And that allows you to basically work with insurance products. But 
we're not talking today at all about uh, investment products or securities because we're not entitled to do that unless we had Peter on the radio with us because he's licensed for those things and none of us doing the show today are. So as we wind down uh, for this particular segment, I do want to mention that we have some interesting uh, handouts and brochures that we're happy to provide for you. You call the office uh, or if you make an appointment to come in, five simple steps to choosing the Medicare supplement plan for you, uh, 2023 version. And uh, that's one example. So um, we're gonna take another break. When we come back, we're gonna get into a little bit more specifics about, so we know A, what part A is, we know what part B is. Now we're gonna be talking about all the supplement plans and Medicare Advantage plans. And what does that mean? And I have lots of questions. So stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. We will be right back. This is Money Wise Radio with Ray and Pete Lance, powered by the USA Wealth Group. Collectively, more than 80 years of experience helping clients define and plan for their retirement goals. To begin a retirement consultation, call 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. This is Money Wise Radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Today we're talking about the complex subject of Medicare and when to sign up. And we've talked about age 65 and we talked about this seven month period. If you're no longer working and not covered by health insurance at your place of work, you better be paying really close attention to when you sign up. Now that's the initial sign up period, Peggy. Basically we'll say it's age 65, three months before the month of when you turn 65 and then three months after. Um, So I think we've established that okay. What is the open enrollment period? That comes in the fall of every year typically, doesn't it? The fall of every year, and that is when people can change the drug plan that they have separately. They can change from a Medicare Advantage plan to a Medigap plan or go vice versa. You can, Massachusetts, every state has different laws and massachusetts laws are different so there is no underwriting you can change from a medicare advantage and get into a supplemental plan there's no underwriting in massachusetts okay so we need to talk about what some of these supplement plans are because we've talked about part a and part b that's basic medicare is that a correct that's correct way to call that that's correct but it doesn't cover everything that you need to have covered it doesn't no. cover your prescriptions uh, maybe it doesn't cover enough because since Medicare is not paying 100% of the cost of some of these things, you need to have supplement plans. Right, because there are both co-pays and deductibles with plans. That's your obligation. Okay, so what is Medicare supplement versus Medicare Advantage? Okay, the Medicare Advantage plans, these are insurance companies that make arrangements with Medicare you are still gonna pay the Part B, the 164, Okay. but you are not gonna be dealing, when you go to the doctors, you will just present whatever company that you enjoy in, enrolled in. Okay. Um, whereas if you did the Medigap or supplement plans, they are gonna build Medicare first for the guidelines for Medicare, and then the balance will come out of the supplement plan and the drug plans will come out of the separate drug plan. Okay. The supplement plans, Medigap plans, you can go to any doctor you want. You don't need referrals. You don't need uh, a gatekeeper. You can go any place in the country that takes Medicare. So basically, the Medicare supplement plan, you can choose your own doctor? Yes. Okay. And if you're traveling and you have to go to someplace else while you're traveling? A lot of times the emergency medical service will just get you stabilized and you will have to come back here unless you pick up special travel insurance. So um, as I said, I'm gonna continue. My favorite word today is going to be complicated because it is complicated. And what still confuses me is you and I both have a Medicare Advantage plan. Which is you each have what is called a PPO. It's a preferred provider which means that you can stay in network or you can go out of network if the doctor takes it. Okay. 
Network, the, network simply means your own choice of doctors that you're comfortable using? No, no, no. Okay. it does not. It means the network that that insurance company has. Okay. So, in other words, certain doctors will join certain insurance they want to work with. So I imagine it must be a concern for a lot of people when they're signing up for Medicare. They would like to stay with a health system or the doctor network that they're currently working with. That's correct. That's they don't correct. want to make a change and go someplace else. That's correct. And then you can explain that to them. So interestingly, Tenny and I have a, um, what do we have, a Medicare Advantage you plan? You have a Medicare Advantage, a PPO plan. They also, the Medicare Advantage plans will include your drugs, will give you a little bit towards vision, hearing, dental whereas the Medigap type of plans do not give you those hearing, dental. Okay. And what vision. What, um, what I never have fully understood is my Medicare Advantage plan doesn't cost me a dime. Yeah, that's because these plans will be advertised as a zero payment plan. Yep. And so you're not paying anything up front but you're paying for every service that you go to. And as long as you're healthy, these plans can be a good fit for you. And if you're not going for a lot of hospitalization, a lot of surgery, a lot of CAT scans and MRIs, because if you go to your primary doctor, it's $10. If you go to specialists, it's 40, 45. Labs is usually zero. Or it could be ten dollars. And those it, amounts are copays or these are all copays that you have to pay. That's why these plans are zero up front, but you're going to have more costs for every type of service. So, uh, in, in Tenny's case, for example, it doesn't have anything to do with the fact that you're getting older. No, it's, it's that I'm healthier. She's oh, very healthy. You're healthier. Okay, now I get it. Okay. <laughs> On the other hand, um, what's the name of your Medicare Advantage plan? United. You're in United, and I'm in a company called WellCare. Right. Is that because I'm not as healthy, or is it no, because I'm younger? No. <laughs> when we were searching for the drugs, the drugs, your particular drugs, came up with a better cost for you. Ah, okay. Through these drug searches. So you can really micromanage when you're talking to somebody. Well, you're and looking out what's at the, the cost that the person's going to pay. Okay. It has nothing to do with the fact that Tenny is older than me then. Nothing to do with that. Did you know that I married an older woman? <laughs> She's six months older than me. I will well, always remind her of that. Yes, you do. Far She's in good shape. As She's long in good as you're shape. in good shape. Yeah, she's in good shape. Well, Groucho Marx once said, getting older is no problem. You just have to live long enough. <laughs> These former comedians were so terrific, <laughs> and they just don't exist in any form nowadays. I get quotations from a whole bunch of movie actors in Solder. And, and uh, Tom Petty once said, if you're not getting older, you're dead. <laughs> so we won't go. All right, got to find some different quotes that we can use, like <laughs> Colin Powell or somebody else. So... If you have a Medicare Advantage plan, for example, and that's designed to pick up things that Part A and Part B of Medicare, basic Medicare, don't cover. Right. And when you go to the doctors, all you're going to do is present your plan's card to the doctor. When you have a supplement plan, they're going to take a copy of your Medicare card and your supplement card and your drug card. Okay. And does Medicare Part A or Part B or the Advantage plans, do any of those cover things like uh, dental? The Advantage plan covers the dental. Okay. But it, it might be in the network. Oh, and it I might see. not cover more extensive dental work. Hmm. It might cover basic. Usually it's what, about 500 a year? Usually they'll give you about 500. Uh, the better plan sometimes might give you up to 1,000. Um, there's certain companies that I've worked with and I research that have better, depending on what you're looking for and how much you need dental service. Okay. So I like to think that I have a lot of knowledge and skills and experience in working with uh, tax planning. And I have a tax degree and so forth. But I have to tell you that I still find 
all this business of Medicare supplement and Medicare Advantage confusing. So what's the donut hole? I need to know what the donut hole is. That's important to me. That is the uh, donut hole when they are tracking the cost of the drugs, the retail cost is not necessarily the cost that you're going to have to pay depending on the plan, the drug plan you have. But usually you might pay, like, say, for an inhaler, $47 uh, for so many months. Mm -hmm. But that inhaler actually costs $500. They are tracking the 500 plus, you know, it, the total cost is 500 They're tracking the total cost. Okay. And once it reaches $4,660, that is the cost of all the medications, you go into the donut hole then you're going to pay 25% of brand-name drugs, 25% of generic drugs, which is Tier okay. 1, Tier 2. Um, the generic drugs, the brand-name drugs could be Tier 3, Tier 4, Tier 5. Well, I think that's probably not a, a great name to call this the donut hole then, because when I think of the donut hole, I think something that's wonderful and maybe something to eat. But Massachusetts has a prescription advantage that's available that nobody pays for. Okay. It's provided by the state of Massachusetts, and it helps people in the donut hole. So okay. when you've reached a certain percent uh, dollar amount, then they will pick up the tab, and you will be paying once you reach the catastrophic, which is the lower price. I never wow. knew that Mass had that program. I'm pleased we do. Yeah, we have some nice benefits in Massachusetts, don't we? Well, we do. Here's a quotation from Colin Powell, a retired general. He was chairman of the Joint Chiefs. Surround yourself with people who take their work seriously, but not themselves, those who work hard and play hard. That sort of describes what we do here. Sort of describes maybe what you're doing when you're talking about Medicare. When you're talking to somebody about Medicare, you have to know then how old they are. Maybe you have to know something about their medical history. Uh, the medical history, not necessarily. It depends on how seriously ill they are. Okay. Um, like end-stage renal or ALS or some or disabilities, or so they would qualify for certain programs. Their income, their assets. Um, You'd have to know what drugs they're taking, I suppose. The drugs they're taking, definitely. Okay, and. You don't keep all this in your head, so I assume when you're doing this and meeting with people, you're in front of a computer looking at different plans and different programs. I am. Is but that something that people can do at home? Can they, they can do it at home. They can enroll themselves. Okay. But a lot of people find it very complicating. Well, first of all, you have to know how to run a computer. Secondly, and they have to have a computer. Secondly, you need to know how to get into it and, mm -hmm. and how to evaluate the programs. I don't know how anybody could do this without sitting next to a professional such as you to figure it out. Anyway, give Peggy a call if you'd like to make an appointment at 508-998-8858, and she would be happy to make an appointment with you, with the office of make an appointment, uh, based on her schedule and your schedule. But we should talk about the things that you do need when people come in to see you. List of and prescriptions. And we can do that. Yeah, so we can do that. Definitely have the, the A and B. All right, so... Let's pick that up right after this last break we're going to take this morning, and we'll be right back. Call 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. This is Money Wise Radio. Money Wise is in many places. If you missed a minute of the show or want to listen to past episodes of MoneyWise, go online to usawealthgroup.com and click on the radio page. That's usawealthgroup.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are talking about Medicare. We're not talking about Medicaid today because that's a whole different subject. Medicaid and Medicare are not the same. We've talked about when you need to sign up. When you make an appointment to come to see Peggy, Peggy Vollmer, and you want to have questions answered about your Medicare, when you should sign up, what programs do you need, do you need a supplement program or an Advantage program, what kind of things should they bring with them when they come in, Peggy? Um, they should, 
if they have a Medicare card, definitely. If they haven't received a Medicare card, I could help them get them in the right direction. Okay, so let me interrupt you for one second. I guess we're talking about two different time periods. If it's open enrollment in the fall, which typically is like the first week in October to the first week in December, that's when you can switch to a different plan that's if correct. you want to switch to a different supplement or advantage plan. That's correct. But if somebody is signing up initially, they wouldn't yet have a Medicare card, were they? They probably may not. So I've, I've actually done this before. I found it complicated. I've actually helped people sitting at a computer and sign up for Medicare and get their card. But I wouldn't have the clue about what to tell them for supplement or advantage plans. Right. And I just help them get their But once they do up. have, if they do have a Medicare card and they can bring that in so we have the Medicare number, okay. the list of their drugs are, they can bring the drugs in, what they're taking, the quantity, and what dosage. All right. So I is know, it, I know that, go ahead, Tony. Is it important for you to know what doctors they go to? Doctors is definitely important. So they should bring a list of who they regularly see. Okay. Um, Anne McLean Custer once said, my mother-in-law, whose name was Nanny, spent her working years as a bookkeeper at a medical office in Columbus, Ohio. Like so many Americans, she worked hard and paid into Medicare, knowing that one day she could count on having high quality health care when she needed it most. So we pay into the system in order to be eligible to receive it That's correct. Later. That's correct. Basically, think of your supplement plans as like house insurance, car insurance. You're paying it up front, big amount, but you have the coverage if something happens, whereas the Medicare Advantage are zero plans, but they break it down for you for the coverage. You're always going to have a copay. But if it depends on your situation, your financial situation, a lot of variables that I can discuss with you and help you lead you in the right direction. Okay, I wanted to mention also that we have a, a really handy, compact handout called Social Security and Medicare, your 2023 Quick Guide. And it's printed on two sides. Um, this comes from Advisors Excel, and we do a lot of work with them. They're a great company. And it shows just a lot of information. So basically, if you're employed during your lifetime and you have wages, you're contributing money into Social Security, you're contributing money into the Medicare program, and uh, your employer is doing the same. That's correct. So this, this is building up the, the fund, if you will, that will eventually pay for your health care. So you're paying part of it and the government's paying part of it. That's correct. And, um, but if you want a copy of this uh, handout, you need to give us a call at 508-998-8858. Uh, we have a policy that we don't just give all of the handouts all at one time to somebody. But if you're interested in this information, um, make a call, or better yet, make an appointment to see Peggy. So we've talked about Medicare Supplement, Medicare Advantage. Could you do me a favor one more time? Could you tell me what's the primary difference between Medicare Supplement and Medicare Advantage? That's my biggest question still. The, I think the supplement is more expensive up front, but you have more coverage if you're very sick. The Medicare Advantage plans are for people, you're going to pay less up front, but as you go through your services, you're going to pay. The Medicare Advantages give you a few more vision, dental, hearing, and they also include your drugs. But you have to look at the cost. There's other ways that you can work with different sites to help you if you're on expensive drugs. Okay. I've also done that search too. Okay. So, go ahead, Tane. I I We've got a brochure here, which I think is interesting. People might want to get a copy of this. Five simple steps to choose, choosing the Medicare supplement plan for you. And it goes into things like, first of all, understand what your needs are. Secondly, know what Medicare does not pay. Third is what kind of supplement plans, what they can do for you. And four is how much Medicare you need. That's what Peggy was talking about. That. Um, in fact, you need to know 
if you're if you're a very well person like I tend to be, I might see my primary care person once or twice a year. That's about it. <laughs> Which is wonderful. You're so healthy, Tenny. And by but, the way, I'll also mention, Tenny, that on, on the law firm that you're here representing today, you have some uh, brochures and handouts calling uh, setting the stage for a Medicaid eligibility, eligibility right. and also a family guide on Medicaid planning. So there's a lot of information we have here on Medicaid and Medicare. Um, I wish I could take a picture and show you what this desk looks like in our recording <laughs> area right now. We are covered with papers. I mean, there's got to be, I don't know, 40 or 50 different documents and papers here. This is complicated stuff, and we want to get as much information out to you as possible. So what else can we talk about for Medicare that would be useful to people? Well, if people have different situations that they miss their open enrollment, then we look for what we call a SEP, SEP. It's a reason to get people to sign up for Medicare when they've missed the time frame. Um, we can look at appealing the IRMA people that have to pay more because of their income dropping. They look back calendar years because their income might be really high and their Part B plan, they will be paying more. Okay. But once it, they look back just two years, but say your income is totally dropping, something happened, um, and your income is totally, we look at reasons to help you in your financial situation. Um, I think it's important that people know that if you're married, you don't both have to have the same plan, right? You no, look at once you're, one is 65, one is under 65, you both get different plans. If you're under 65, you'll be using the health connector. And um, because I'm six months younger than you, <laughs> I have a different uh, Medicare Advantage plan. No, I, I have and more. I have more prescription drugs than she does. That's why. That's the. That was the definite difference. Was the drug plan. Boy, I'm going to sleep well tonight. <laughs> um, is Part D always for the prescription drugs? Part D is if you're doing it with a supplement. Okay, But got it. when they talk about Part C, the Medicare Advantage, that, that includes covers. the drugs. Okay, actually, I'm looking at a very good chart right now. So, two basic Medicare choice coverages. One is um, Option One, Original Medicare, which is Part A and B. A is the hospital. B is the medical insurance, doctor bills. And then when you have that, you can also add on. Part D, which is the Medicare prescription drugs, and you can also add on some additional uh, supplement coverage. And I guess those are called Medigap policies or Medicare supplement policies. Right. Whew. And then option two, the other choice you have is you could do a Medicare Advantage plan, which is the Part C that you're talking about. And that includes Let's see, it's like a HMO or PPO. What does PPO stand for? Preferred provider, okay. where that means you can go out of network um, if the provider accepts it. HMO, it means you have to stay in the network and your primary care is acting like your gatekeeper. Hmm. Basically what they're trying to do is keep people well, do preventive care before it gets really serious so then they don't have major medical bills. Okay. So that's a useful sheet, I think, for people if this they is want very good. to yep. request it. It's called um, Medicare Solutions, a quick look at your Medicare coverage choices. Right. It's actually AE Medicare Solutions, a quick look at your Medicare yep. uh, coverage choices. It's a nice little chart. I was yes. just going to say somebody should create a chart that shows all this. Uh, this actually does show the chart. I like that chart very much. Okay. Yep. Here, it's yours. <laughs> I have one already. Have one. Thank okay. you. <laughs> All right. I have many, many charts. <laughs> yeah. I remember when we first went to see you, Peggy, at the Council on Aging. You kept flipping through all these computer programs, and I was so lost. Well, you wouldn't be able to do this, Tenny, and no. I wouldn't be able to do this. So we're, we're thrilled, uh, as we've announced today, that Peggy Vollmer is working with us and helping people figure out Medicare. Again, if you want to make an appointment, if you've got questions, uh, 
Give the office a call, 508-998-8858, and basically tell them you want to meet with Peggy. You know, we say this a lot on the show, none of us can be an expert at everything. I don't want to be an expert on Medicare. You'll have too much space in your brain to try and absolve all this. Exactly. Is that covered under an advantage plan? <laughs> Having the extra space in your brain? <laughs> no, I mean, I have too many things that I still study all the time. and I like to read about taxes and things. But none of us can be an expert at everything, and that's why we're, we're pleased that we can offer the expertise that we do in this office. Um, Tenny, uh, thank you for being here. This has probably been a good learning experience for you as it has been for me as well. Every time I listen to Peggy, I learn something, mm. which is great. So, um, Peggy, thank you so much for being with us, Peggy Vollmer, and thank you for, so much for joining us because we're gonna have fun. We're gonna be able to help more people. We, uh, that's our mantra here is how can we help people? That's definitely what I enjoy doing. Good. And um, any last-minute words of uh, intelligence or education, Tenny? <laughs> no. I shouldn't say intelligence. I was going to say. No, I didn't mean to say something <laughs> insulting. But we have a lot of information here. We're happy to share it with you. And uh, take some action. If not now, when? Thank you so much for listening. We will be with you again next week on the radio. USA Wealth Group Incorporated is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business USA Wealth Group Incorporated. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. USA Wealth Group Incorporated is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by USA Wealth Group Incorporated. This radio show is a paid placement.